Hey, Mugwarts. Welcome to Wormwood and Witches, a podcast all about the strange and unusual. (laughs) Tally and Erica invite witches and weirdos from all backgrounds to the conversation of the mystic and divine. Come fly with us on this journey as we explore ritual, magic, and the peculiar. Hosted by Anchor, you can find us on all of your favorite streaming platforms. You can also find us on Facebook at Wormwood and Witches Podcast or Instagram at Wormwood and Witches. Meet me. (laughs) She's talking into the ether. Hi, Erica. Hi. It's fall we're gonna pretend it's fall we are recording in the past to bring this to you in In the the future future. the future is now now it is so yeah is it really though as roe v wade has been overturned oh my god i can't fucking handle it i mean it'll still be an issue when this drops in september so September 7th, y'all, welcome to the future or now or the present as you (laughs) listen to this. Or the past. Yeah. Or if you're listening, it, I feel like this is where they talk about that time is like a ripple. It's like existing all at once. So we're recording right now, July 12th, and the space photos came out. Um, so there might be a lot of references to space and everybody in September because we'll have forgotten about it by then because we're stupid humans that, um, people are going to be like, why are you talking about space? That's why. So if we're, if we're being space nerds right now, that's why, because it was pretty fucking cool to see those photos. Both Tally and I were talking about how space just like breaks our brain, like, yeah i'm just like how can it be so big and so finite but is it finite and how do they know anything about black holes and like i just don't i even took an astronomy class you think i would know better but no i same same but yeah still Um, blows my mind it's very mind-blowing very cool um yeah but i guess that's neither here nor there because it's irrelevant (laughs) spooky season is coming up and uh, tally and i i am so fucking stoked for this episode oh are you well i'm like really like it was a rad time it was so cool being down in victor colorado yeah Mm -hmm. definitely check it out if you like a small witchy town. That is it. Sally and I have already talked about that. This is where we're going to open our practical magic herbal front store and just be the practical magic gals. I've been looking. (laughs) I have been looking. Is there any good real estate? There actually is. We should talk about it after. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. The yeah. moonery opening up. <laughs> Maybe so. Brick and mortar, bitches. <laughs> None of this awesome. slugging your shit around all the time. You'll have oh, a brick and mortar place. I know. That would be nice. Put In the job. middle of nowhere. 
<sighs> anyway, but, is it really out in the middle of nowhere since somehow rent still costs $900 out there? Yeah, like no doubt. <laughs> no, not really. It really didn't seem that far away. It was what an hour from Colorado Springs, I think. Yeah. And like yeah. 40 minutes from Woodland Park. It was awesome. It was such a pretty drive. You and I took like 287 and then like down from there. And it was yeah. just, oh, it was really pretty. Yeah. The drive itself was really nice. Yeah, for sure. Highly recommend and give, um, give the town of Victor your money. Yeah. So yeah. Should we, should we get into Victor? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so if you guys were uh, with us back in what the end of June, was it the end? It was the end of June. Yeah. The end of June, we, Tally was doing one of the markets there um, and we got to stay in it, the Victor Hotel. I, I will be doing another market there at the end of September, the 24th and 25th. Hell yeah. It's steampunk. The steampunk. Yeah. Yeah. A steampunk one. So probably a lot of the same vendors, but, um, and there's going to be acts and all that stuff. So I definitely recommend, uh, you go and get your hotel. Cause there's not get it soon because the Victor hotel was already booked out. Wasn't the black monarch. And then yeah. the, so Adam owns the black monarch, which still seems like a badass hotel that I want to experience. And then which one is the Dolly Parton hotel? Uh, I think it's called like the best little boarding house or something. Yes, like that. Yeah. That's what it is. But by the time this airs, it'll only be two weeks until the show. So hopefully they'll have already gotten their hotel. Hopefully. Cause you're <laughs> SOL otherwise. Man. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So um, anyway, yeah. So back to Victor. Yeah. So we stayed at the Victor hotel, um, mm -hmm. which I believe was built in like 1894. Like, yeah. Like late We're, 1890s. Yeah. Yeah. Late 1890s. But then a fire came rip roaring through and burn what burned the whole town down in five hours. And That's what's wild. interesting is so, all right, Tally and I recorded, if you haven't looked at our Instagram, go look at our Instagram from around that time, because we recorded our, our happenings in a specific room, which we'll mention, but, um, we had talked about whether or not it was like, did the Titanic sink faster or slower than the five hours that it took for Victor <laughs> to burn? And fun fact, because I had to listen back to our, our recording uh, as we tried to catch ghostly things on our recorder. Uh, fun fact is that Victor took longer to burn than the Titanic took to sink. Really? Yeah, it was only like two hours and some change. So oh, wow. So the movie yeah. was longer than the actual <laughs> sinking of the Titanic. Okay. I think so. <laughs> wow. All right. They gotta get the, all that steamy love making and the, <laughs> the little Ford <laughs> F 
F whatever, F model. I, I was like F1. It. And then I was like, no, that's way too fast. Yeah. That's a Reese car, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but we were there. And so, yes, the whole town burnt down in like 1899. So only about like five years after the Victor Hotel was uh, made, which it was made out entirely out of wood. And yeah, then yeah. the whole town burnt down in five hours. And then they rebuilt it the same year, which you and I were mind boggled by I'm, because we're yeah. like, it's snowing. And it's like, it was built by wintertime, but it was built with brick and mortar at that point. So they they got smart that minimal wood is better. Yeah. Yeah. And so Tally and I stayed in room 301 um which apparently is there's a spirit by the name of eddie mcdermott that roams around that room and um calls the elevator at 3 a.m because unfortunately for eddie he passed away by going to work because he was a miner in the mining and the probably I would assume that it was the independence mine because that was nearby um and was at the elevator at 3 a.m and not paying attention probably like most of us because we're half asleep at that point and it you know binged and the doors opened and Eddie walked in and there was no elevator there and the poor fellow tumbled to his death unfortunately well, legend has it that it that the elevator itself was on the fourth floor but the doors were open and he just assumed we assume he assumed it was there on the fourth and, or the third floor the so the elevator itself was on the fourth floor oh, but okay. the door was open as if the elevator was there waiting and it was not Poor dude, my ma'am, Eddie, I'm so sorry. Or did he fall down that elevator shaft? And there's also like rumors that he fell down to the basement, right? But yeah. the elevator doesn't technically go down to the basement. So Tally and I found a few like posts or blogs about McDermott being the, the last name, which I don't know how they would have figured this out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, really source that but or do uh, they i'm dropping well, they, hints they left and right them. they got better answers than we did <laughs> i have you, i have inform new information has come to light oh snap um but so yeah we were staying in that room so we decided on our live our oh, ig wait, live. should we before we go into all that we should talk about the mining history Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're skipping uh, ahead. Skipping ahead. Like I always do. Like you do. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're like, wait. I'm like, no, I know I have a bad arm, but I'm waving around like, stop. <laughs> um, so Let's talk about the, the mining. So the mining out there, um, there's uh the independence mine, which is like right near Victor. Tally and I passed it. Um it's massive, y'all. Like can't even yeah it's there's still gold mining out there i think yes still 
So still paying him for gold. I didn't even think that was just like my dad. Oh my God. (laughs) Hit his little sluice machine and everything. I was like, wow. Can you find me a gold nugget that I can actually like retire and not work? (laughs) Yeah. Find two and give me one. Just be like, you're bequeath these, this gold nugget. (laughs) Um, but so we were curious, well, we were both curious about Eddie. And so I started looking into old newspapers using the Colorado historic newspapers collection, which is a very cool tool that you can like search by County and city and keywords and such. So turns out that I did not find anything specific to in like Eddie or Edward McDermott, but I did find that on January 27th of 1904, uh, 15 men were killed in a elevator cable car accident at the independence mine. Uh, it was Mm -hmm. somehow sabotaged and they fell to their deaths. Wait, so it was murder. Murder. Um, so no shit. It was sabotaged. It wasn't apparently is what they say. Um, they, so governor James Peabody declared martial law and ordered the state militia to quell because this was during the mining strike, which Adam, who is a prominent figure in Victor, Colorado, again, he owns the black monarch was telling us about that. There's still like bullet holes and stuff like that in some of the buildings from the mining strike which uh was definitely happening around that time because i remember learning a lot about uh like the i think the ludlow oh ludlow Ludlow Um, massacre yeah it's awful yeah yeah it is uh because people just wanted a fucking living wage Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and not work 80 billion hours and actually have time with their families uh, and they were all like gunned down, but that is again, neither here nor there in a certain sense, but striking miners were arrested, um, and apparently detained in bullpens, according to the article in the oh my God. Colorado encyclopedia. Um, mm. and so, and the entire staff of the Victor daily record was arrested after printing an anti-mine owners editorial. Um, and so. Yeah, well, so it sounds like, like it sounds like the current times. I know. Have <laughs> we have we really come back to 1904? Yes. Yes, yes. we have. Yes, we have. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was looking and then so I found those like these like newspaper articles. Um, and then upon that, I also found somehow a a record of a bunch of like mining incidences with Mm -hmm. their their names essentially Mm -hmm. um but there were two edwards that i found um like i said i didn't find an eddie mcdermott specifically but i found a couple of eddies or edwards that were part of that independence mine um cable car accident just you know through the years the story gets convoluted that would make sense yeah like so i found an edward smith 
was a minor that died in again victor colorado um at the independence mine with the cage accident um that was it says that they died on january 26th so uh but they apparently are single and as you and i had questioned uh (laughs) we learned that eddie may be married and then i found and that ted or edward twiggs who was also a minor and died in the same accident eddie twiggs eddie twiggs nice so uh his marital status was not written down i bet a lot of them were young single men but i mean of course they're they had families or maybe they were immigrants and families were still either back at their homeland or like in new york or chicago or something you know like Mm -hmm. the only few places that people existed back then yeah white people i mean sorry we found I, i found a couple of edwards that had died on that elevator cage um Mm. accident at the independence mine which is again like just outside of victor um colorado i could not find as i was looking through newspapers of anything happening particularly at the victor hotel um that was like an accident wise because the victor hotel has also claimed that this is the only death that has ever happened within the hotel itself so right uh I didn't find any newspaper articles or anything like that, but that is what I found. Well, I found out the real story about Eddie. Oh, damn. (laughs) You ready ready to hear it? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read it because I wrote it down. Okay. So. I got this information from the Victor Heritage Society, and I don't know why it's so hard to find, but it really is, and it shouldn't be, because it's, you know, historic, basically like ethnographies and um, just the history of the town. So it's kind of weird that it's so hidden through Google, Mm -hmm. but strap yourself in. Because oh, here's man. the real story of Eddie. <laughs> They're like, he's still alive. So Terry Huber, a longtime Victor resident, was interviewed in September of 2018 by the Victor Heritage Society to give an oral history of the area and her life growing up in Victor, Colorado. She was born in Victor on June 1st, 1936. And her great-grandmother, Catherine Mary Byron, immigrated from Ireland and met her great-grandfather, Charles Francis McLaughlin, in New York. They moved to Victor in the late 1890s, which had a population of 8,000, which is wild. Yeah, so it was like booming mining town. And this is when the family tradition of working in the mine begins. So starting with Terry's great-grandfather, followed by her father, and now her son, Matt. Um, But recently, Terry died last year, June 30th, 2021, at the age of 85. That's a pretty ripe old age. 
Oh yeah, she's a hoot. During her oral history interview, she briefly discusses the real Eddie McDermott. Dun, dun, dun. So let's go to the wet. <laughs> so apparently there was a cafe and bar called the Brass Rail, and it was operating in the 1930s just as Prohibition ended. And this bar was on the first floor of the Victor Hotel. And the first floor had previously been a bank with offices on the second and third floor, as well as like hotel rooms. And of course, the fourth floor, which we haven't mentioned yet, was a makeshift hospital and holding cell for the dead during winter months when the ground was frozen. So Eddie raised cattle with his family on his family farm and tended bar at the brass rail during this time. Mm. Well, we were at least right that when we asked whatever spirit there was, do you like whiskey? <laughs> I It still could have been Eddie. So, uh, but just a few earlier, a few years earlier during prohibition, uh, one of Eddie's friends found some booze and they were drinking it in one of the rooms, possibly room 301. Mm. We don't know. And Eddie left to go to the bathroom and went to the elevator. And <laughs> did he fall down or not? <laughs> so the elevator was apparently above him on the fourth floor and the door opened and drunk Eddie wasn't paying attention, stepped, stepped in and fell to the cellar floor, landing on a bunch of broken down cardboard boxes that absorbed his fall. Oh, <laughs> Come on, Eddie. And uh, some friends saw him fall and they looked down to ask if he was okay, to which his response was, watch that first step. She's a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a picture of Eddie with Terry and her husband and a friend taken at the Stope Cafe, what? which is no longer there in 1954 at least 20 plus years after this incident. And it really chapped her ass to hear that this story morphed into him falling to his death and that he was a minor, but apparently he lived a long, fabulous life. Now, do we have a picture of Eddie? Do we, we have do a have a picture of Eddie. Oh my God. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Yeah. And she, she is. Yeah. Yep. Yep. She is not happy with all of this. She's hung. She hung out with Eddie. He went to, um, she was, you know, she was elderly. So her story, she was kind of a little trying to remember things. And, um, she was saying that he came up to see Terry as the new baby when she was born in Victor in 1936. And so she heard this story of the elevator through her grandmother or her mother. Mm. And um, because she was a baby or wasn't even born actually at this time. Mm. So maybe it was like a funny story through the town through yeah. years, you know, and then it know? just morphed into maybe the mining incident and him yeah. falling, but that he didn't die. 
Did, did she say or did it say at what age Eddie actually passed away? At? No. And that's the thing that we still can't find. We still yeah. don't know if he if he was a cattle rancher and bartender. That also is suspect because you're typically not both. Yeah. Um, so maybe it was his parents and you know, he was goofing around one day or whatever, I don't know, or decided he didn't want to be a cattle rancher. But I feel like in the early 1900s and 1930s, you're doing whatever your family does for a living, you know, so I really get a choice. Yeah. So there's a few questionable, maybe confusion or something from her, but she was very adamant that he did not die. Now I want to see if I can find like an Edward McDermott that died in like near or in Teller County. Right. And just was, you know, like a rancher or something and lived a long ripe life and see if we can actually find right the real Eddie. He was good looking like too. The photo that I have of him is oh my from God. 1954. He was, he was a good looking dude. Yeah. 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 I can't wait to see it. I know. I've been holding this information for a minute. Like, when are we going to record this? You're just like, well, I will say there is still like the idea that there is like. There's something. Things, I mean, there's, there's things that like are in, because Tally and I definitely, it, we didn't experience. So I guess let's get into yeah, our experience. Let's get into then. that. Mm-hmm. So you and I arrived like Friday night. Yeah. And um a, an episode that we want to record after this is the history of the instruments that we used, but I got yeah. some dousing or divining rods and Tally bought an EMF reader and I bought just like a little cheap recorder. Um and so there were tragedies that obviously happened nearby and throughout the town of Victor and stuff like that and I feel like the whole ha- place has a vibe for sure like the whole town is haunted like I I could see that I mean it's an old town with fires and tragedies and mm-hmm. you know it's it's got a vibe for sure and I but- think Adam had posted on the Black Monarch Instagram page about a woman that you can see like roaming the graveyard around and stuff like that but Mm. I mean and as you had mentioned they also housed human remains up on the fourth floor because the ground was too frozen to bury them so and sometimes it was a makeshift it, it was also a makeshift hospital yeah so it's just like I would not be surprised that like you know because such tragedy happened nearby and what Hannah has told me is that it's not necessarily that somebody has to die in the specific place. Right. Um, it can be emotions and like also like tragedy, like death can happen nearby and they just attach themselves to that. Well, and she was also, so Hannah, th- that was, uh, is that the, I hear dead people episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, that she was also saying if the house gets torn down or remodeled or something like that, or just torn down and nothing's there, let's say, um, then they'll go to like the nearest house or something that calls them to another house. So 
I thought that was pretty interesting because, and it kind of makes sense a lot mm-hmm. of times. So especially if something isn't there anymore. Yeah. You're like displaced at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but so we got there and we had these tools. And so we decided again, go check out our posts, but we used these divining or dousing rods to, um, apparently contact the spirits that were in the hotel we you know apparently weren't talking to eddie but i think you and i already kind of like gathered that this could be an eddie or this could be you know just a random spirit and again we'll get into a different episode of how these things work um but basically we would ask questions and these rods would cross over so tally's holding them Okay. No, first of all, she, (laughs) she buys them and then hands them over to me. Like, okay, go, you go, you go first. And like, oh, great. You talked a big game, man. You're like, (laughs) I'm not scared. I was like, I've never been, no, no, no. I have never said I'm not scared. I am the biggest scaredy cat. I, but I, you were a champ though. I will say it was, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to put my science hat on and just see what happens. And then when that shit started moving, I was a little beside myself. And you said you were like you, and she was holding them like level. And you're like, my arms are going to be sore the next day because I'm gripping these like so hard and just like as steady as can be. Yeah. And And, like, they they move on their own. Like, right. It, it was really wild. It, the, the biggest thing I think for me, for me was when it moved, it was like, okay, it moved after a question that could just be random movement or, you know, whatever. And then when you, when it was crossed and you said, can you uncross them? And then the top one kind of started vibrating and moved back to the fucking center. Like and then re- the other one moved back to the center and I'm like, I'm holding this shit. What does this even mean? Like, are they, are they in front of me moving it? Like what? Like I was just so many, so many questions going through my mind and also a big, oh shit. (laughs) Yeah. Like they like definitely responded specifically to the questions and not every question that we asked, like that we were like, oh, are we going to get a yes answer? Like sometimes they stayed neutral. Like Yeah. And then you would ask a different question and then they would cross back over. So like, or they, or were they, yes, they would go wide and that would be no. Yeah. And so it, and it wasn't like, it was, it was just so random. It was just Mm -hmm. so random by, by that. Like I wasn't making that happen because I didn't even know how to make that happen. And especially with the whole moving back and like one did and then the other one did like they didn't move back together and Mm -hmm. yeah it was really interesting and so we also had and then we had to sleep there for two nights (laughs) yeah we didn't want to also creep ourselves like we wanted to be good roommates so we did ask the spirit if they liked whiskey and ended up the next night leaving tally left a little shot of whiskey for them which was lovely Um, but we also had the EMF reader, uh, which like records like frequencies essentially. 
And that didn't really go off uh, until yeah. we like, put it near, we put it near the microwave and then we're like, oh shit, this is yeah. giving off like a lot of energy essentially. But the microwave in the good. mirror, the, the microwave in the mirror did. Yeah. The mirror but, was like a weird fancy mirror. Yeah. It was interesting. It was, it was cool, but also creepy. I'm also, oh, the second night is the night that I, well, we can, that's the more of a fun factor. Um, but so we also had then our little recorder, like as we were asking the questions, um, if, you know, we could actually hear somebody saying like, yes or no, or answering our questions or help or get out. Yeah, none of that. But I do have three clips that were definitely different from like the rest of the recording. And so I'll play the first clip that was like, kind of like, it was just like a strange sound that I couldn't make out. Um, It could definitely be like that we were like putting our cups on the table or something. So perhaps it's that, but. Yeah, seems like it would be very painful. What was the thing at the end? Was that me saying something or? Uh, it was me saying it must've been very painful because we were talking about Eddie's death at that point of, um, stepping into the elevator and then falling to, to his death, to his cardboard drunkenness. Yeah. To his undeath, Eddie, you (laughs) liar. (laughs) Um, that's interesting. It was that, and that was Friday or yeah. So all of this is from Friday night. Cause Saturday night there was, we ended up first, we, uh, decided to try and open a bottle of wine. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and <forgot> about that. <laughs> oh my God. I kind of hope the Victor hotel is not ever going to listen to this. We cleaned it up. We did. We did. Uh, you would never even know. And somehow we missed the entire white bedspread, but, uh, think, we, maybe Jesus, I brought a bottle of wine. We forgot. I forgot to ask Tally, like, I forgot to ask her, Hey, let's bring like a, a wine opener. Cause it's not a screw top. And so I was like, Oh, I have a pen. Let me just open this. <laughs> I've seen this done before. So I just put the pen on top of the cork and pushed down really hard and like split second, the fucking cork goes in the bottle. My hand like kind of hits the side of the bottle to the point where it's like kind of bleeding, like very lightly bleeding. It's like Insta bruise. And then all the wine just shoots onto the ceiling this gravity pressure explosion (laughs) that happened and it didn't just get the ceiling it was a money shot all over erica's face (laughs) still just as funny and i was like we're both sitting there laughing i'm like my eyes they burn oh yeah because it was in yeah right into my eyes i was like the tannins in my eyeballs (laughs) yeah it was the most fucking funny thing ever. And we're just both sitting there like laughing to the point of crying. And then we're yeah. like, oh shit, these are white walls. We should probably like clean these up. Yeah. And again, we missed somehow 
by the grace of the universe, missed the entire white bed bedspread. I have no idea how. Eddie. Yeah, maybe he's like she had our back. <laughs> um, so I will I say on, on what? Go ahead. Oh, that I was just gonna say that we did not like I did not find anything in our recording from the second night because we were drinking that wine to go down to the uh, burlesque show that was happening and it was so fucking loud downstairs like you could pick up the voices and wow everything. it was nuts so I was just like we're not and we had even mentioned on the recording like man I hope if we you know like we're trying to ask Eddie these questions and we're like I hope we're gonna be able to even like hear him at this point right yeah and I could not hear anything other than us and then the voices below so I was like even if I tried, I probably wouldn't be able to hear any spirits. I thought it was pretty funny that we never went up to the fourth floor because we are true scaredy cats and we I never know, even we did it. No, we did. Okay. First of all, you were like in bed by 5 PM <laughs> on Saturday. I'm like, tired. get up. What are you doing? And like, we didn't explore the rest of the hotel at all. We like basically went to the room and then downstairs and that was it. To like the bar. Yeah. 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 Places. But well, I, I we'll did have, have... Do it next time. <laughs> yeah. I will say though, on Friday night, I did wake up to hearing loud footsteps that sounded like running and it kind of sounded like it was outside the door, but we were in, we're in a corner, we're in 301 and we're in the corner. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess you could run, but there weren't children staying there. It was also well, I don't know what time it was, but it was late. Like it woke, it woke me up. It, and who is up usually like at 3am running around? Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, and it really was, anyone. it was loud enough to wake me up and it was like, boom, 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 boom is all it was that I heard. I woke up and, and just thought to myself, don't open your eyes. If you, if you don't open your eyes, you don't see anything there. So just kind of like, do the, the sheet protection method of covering your face and your body and you'll be fine. And no, no boogeyman will touch you. But, um, I did not open my eyes. Well, maybe I did for a brief second because it did wake me up, but I, that was the only thing that I couldn't explain. That would be the only thing that I couldn't explain. And that's pretty, I mean, I don't know, running through, it's not like a normal hotel where people are coming in and out late. You know, it's not like a holiday inn or something where people get in at two in the morning from traveling. I mean, once you're there, people who were there were there. Yeah. They were there to vend and everything. They were already there and probably sleeping. And also the front door had like a key code. Like you couldn't just like like as we experienced on Saturday night with the wonderful Victor locals um, and the apparent almost brawl that happened outside of our room. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> like, it, like you would be in the hotel at that point. Like there's no. Yeah. Things like, there's no like, like drunk locals like coming into the bar at 3 a.m. Well, no. And I think everything, um, shuts down by like midnight, it seems like midnight, 1 a.m. So, and this was definitely, I mean, I don't know. I didn't, didn't look at my phone or 
watch or anything to see what time it was, but it was, it was footsteps loud enough that it woke me up and it sounded like running, but it was real quick. It was like four or five boom, 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 boom. And And you did did feel feet, right? I felt your feet. (laughs) So we were sharing a bed and all of you didn't realize how much of a cuddler I am. (laughs) Yeah. Like get off me. All of a sudden I feel these feet. So we're in this king size bed together, but we apparently start making a V. So our top half of our bodies are wide and the lower half starting to, to connect, come in. And then she gets all nuggly and I feel something. But when I look over, she's like, you know, it's a king size bed. She's on the other side of the bed. And I just like slam down my hands to make sure it's a real leg. And she sleeps like the dead. She did not move. I was like, oh my gosh, I felt so bad because I'm going to, I'm going to wake her up. I like, I mean, like I like slammed my foot, my hand down and was patting, like pat, 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 you know, you making sure <laughs> you, and you were just like, <laughs> okay. Okay. So you did not feel any of this. I just thought it was really funny that you're just like, I felt this foot and I thought it was the ghost. And then I realized it was your fucking foot. Oh my God. I, I mean, I shot up like, like stood, like sat straight up. And it's like, oh, hell no, not today. Not today, <laughs> Satan. Yeah, it was funny. And you didn't even move at all. And I'm like, okay, so the, the scaredy cat that was afraid to even come is like sleeping through everything. And I hear footsteps. I feel something. I hear like just a feeling. I'm like, oh, am I getting sleep paralysis or is there really something happening? Just keep your eyes closed and it'll go away soon. Oh my God, so funny. <laughs> Yeah. Funny to me. Funny um, to you, of course. So I did find two other like weird clips though in Ooh. our in our recording and stuff like okay. that. So there's one from Friday like, night. Yeah. Fr- so this is from Friday night. Um while we were do- this was all while we were doing our live. And it was like this like weird static that I can't I don't get. So Let's see. I'm going to tag you in it, though. Yeah, like Mary Collective. And I don't know if it's just like, because it's just like, we're not talking or if it's just like, it's just like weird, like this, like grinding sound too, kind of in the background. Then it sounded like something else. I don't know. It was just very like, so when I uploaded this sound clip to edit and get like listen to it and then chop up the the little clips that I found on anchor like the you can see like the little like sound waves essentially and it's just Mm -hmm. so different from everything else that was on there so it's like very short little like scrunched together like staticky sound so I don't know what that was were we in the room or no 
yeah we were we were doing our our live I think we were just in the middle of like or this was like right after the live and you and I were like getting our posts together so we're both like on our phones like typing up stuff okay so we were quiet yeah so it's it's all quiet right we're not doing anything and so it's quiet before and then you hear this and then I thought I heard something but the second time I didn't I don't think I heard I don't know there there's something that I think I hear seconds like several seconds after the static but Mm. I don't know maybe it's because we're videoing, you know, like, I don't yeah. Know. And then I guess the last thing, Oh, look, a screw top. See, see <laughs> You're not going to get wine in the eyeballs for sure. This is a screw top wine kids. <laughs> I, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> um, is so the last sound that I have, and I think it might be the elevator, but there's also like a lot of voices that are happening, um, which again, like could be that people are out in the hallway, but I don't remember like no. my memory. Nobody was like out talking, like everybody like went to their room. It was like pretty quiet. It was so. really quiet on Friday. Friday yeah. was quiet. I mean, even Saturday still dribbling in like from like, they were like coming in still to stay and like some of some people didn't even get there till Saturday and like the victor was already booked at that point and so a lot of people had to stay like in Cripple Creek yeah 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 it was very quiet on Friday when we were recording like to where I thought we were being loud in our room yeah and um even even Saturday after the events and all that it was pretty quiet in the hotel. I mean, there was shenanigans outside of the hotel, but that was so um, funny. I'm yeah. going to beat your ass. <laughs> I was like, oh like, man, Ooh. we're the missing out. Finding the other I, community that is now moving to Victor, Colorado. Possibly. It's funny. Anyway, play it. I'm curious. Okay, so this is possibly what you're hearing is the elevator, and then there's some voices. And it's really subtle, but you'll hear like these like low voices. Mm. It's like they're having a conversation. What? And so I don't know. And it could be that it's like, we're just picking up sound from below. Like, but wouldn't we be able to hear it too? I don't remember anybody talking. And then also like, Mm -mm. by the time you and I had finished the live, it was already like, midnight yeah it was definitely midnight or after yeah so that one like you'll hear like a small little like boop which I think is the elevator but then there's like voices too Hmm. so but Hmm. those were the only things like we didn't like catch anything super definitive 
on mm-hmm. the the EMF reader? No, nothing on that and outside of the microwave, but yeah. that makes sense. But yeah. also like, um, well, the weird thing is, is I took a photo of our, us staying in room 301 and I had the door partially open to prove that we were like staying in 301 and that photo is not on my phone, which is nuts. Yeah. Cause I and, saw you take that photo. Cause yeah, you were like, Oh, I'm taking a picture of the room number. Yeah. And yeah. It's gone now. So and it, yeah, and there was one file that did not work like for the recording, like, Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Just, so I but, know, I don't know. I, I really want to get the, like the stick figure ghost thing on my phone or on some device, but then that would really freak me out. I think you're just like, I don't need to know what demons are in my room. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'd be curious to try it in my own house. And that's not something I'm interested in either. Hell no. Cause you already know that something is in your house. Yeah. You don't need to exacerbate your situation. Before we recorded, I heard something downstairs and I thought it was the dog or the cat getting in to something they weren't supposed to get into. And I walked downstairs and they're both asleep. And it was like something fell in the kitchen, like a fork oh. or something. Yeah. And oh, I, I'm, Tom's not home. Uh-uh. Nope. Oh God. I, that's what I said. I was like, motherfucker. I was, this not- is just like a culmination of things too. Cause like, so I went and like, we were able to both Tally and I were able to cruise like, uh, all the other vendors. And I found this vendor that was selling uranium glass and I was mm. like, Oh my God, I want this like little teacup. And so like, and you were selling tea. So I was like, oh, it'll be like a good, like little prop for the table. I love that by the way. And I have since used that for other markets because I bought, I bought a uranium teacup too. Hell yeah. Apparently yours isn't cursed. Well, he went away. We don't know. (laughs) But I like bought this fucking teacup and I was so excited about it. It's got fucking flowers on it. And (laughs) like, so we set it on the table. We zhuzh it up, blah, blah, blah. I go away to go pee or something. I'm away from the table. And then when I come back, Tally's like, you'll never guess what happened. And you tell the story. <laughs> you tell them what you told me, damn it. So it was this uh, young, I don't know if they were a couple or not. It doesn't matter. But um, early tw- 20, probably. I barely put them at 20. Um, I'm old enough to be their mother. But, uh, uh, walks up and, you know, and they're looking at stuff, smelling candles. I'm saying hi, yada, yada. And he looks down, at, and like just stiffens and looks at the teacup and he looks up at me and, and grabs it, like takes it and holds it. And he's like, this teacup is cursed and is kind of shaky at this point. And it was really wild because they were fairly normal and, you know, didn't seem like they were on drugs or heavy medication or anything like that, you know, and, um, they were just, you know, your average weirdos at the event and, uh, it, and he said, what did he say? He was like, you need to, you need to cleanse it. And something, didn't he say that? 
what did I say to you after you're like this cup is cursed and then he put it down and like walked away <laughs> like didn't he like do something with his hands like 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 oh he I'm, did I'm done with this like I totally forgot he, his hands he rubbed together. his hands like yeah rubbed his hands like I I need to get this cup off of me I forgot I knew there was something else yeah yeah it so was it, weird it was really weird because I mean they would have been perusing everything and seeing uranium glass you know being sold and yeah so I was like great I paid $15 for a haunted fucking teacup and of so <laughs> I ended up uh cleansing it per our episode of just like talking about like bringing home stuff from goodwill you know energies attached to things so ended up cleansing it still before it even came into my house that's smart so tom won't even he, he won't even let me he's like <clears throat> nope it stays bagged away because he thinks it's poison he's like why do you have all these poisonous things you have poisonous plants now you have a poisonous cup. What are you trying to do? And I was like, it's not poisonous. It's in the glass. It's in, it's, it's fine. So, oh, yeah. Tom, we'll I give know. him a history on uranium glass. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. But this was a really fun trip and it was really fun to like do a live and like potentially if we were talking to spirits you know, we were talking to someone yeah. because yeah. I mean, we want to, we want to, we're going to talk about the dousing rods later, but, um, I mean, that blew my mind. That was like the biggest evidence. I don't know. It was, it was wild to me how, how it worked. It was super fun. Like it was a very cool town. I was very jazzed about it afterwards and highly recommend going and visiting Victor, Colorado, especially for this steampunk thing. It's going to be super fun. So yeah, yeah, definitely the 24th and 25th. It's that weekend, whatever those 25th and yeah, yeah, yeah. 24th and 25th because Bauhaus rescheduled on the 26th. So it'll just be a fun gothy weekend. And the locals are like really fun and interesting too. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah, definitely for sure. Highly recommend. Take 10. We'll we'll take more time to explore this time. You you think maybe not lay in bed. You're like, I'm living my best life. <laughs> oh my God. I do love me an early night just chilling, <laughs> watching murder she wrote. <laughs> we did put it on murder she wrote. Oh my God. Yeah, on the inside, and I love it. I know, I know. But I'm like, <laughs> but, but there's local people and fights and shit outside, and you're like, nope, not interested. I'm like, you can go. I'll be here. Yeah, no. Dead. Uh, uh-uh. so. no. I was tired too. It was a good time. It was a long day of travel and other stuff, trying to get shit ready. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. <sighs> Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Eddie didn't die in the, he didn't die. He wasn't a minor and he didn't die down the elevator shaft. It's all a sham. A sham. sham. 
it's a sham. At least it's not it. At least it's not Eddie. Damn it. And yeah, now like, who is it? it? <laughs> Maybe it's somebody from the fifteen people like died in that Independence Mine cable car accident. So somebody from the like, fourth floor. Yeah, could be that too. Who knows? But to be continued. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Until next time. Keep gazing into the unknown. There we go. Or the Hubble Space Telescope. And you know what the unknown looks like to some degree. (laughs) Galaxies. Bye, guys. Billions and billions of stars. (laughs) 